0: Okay, welcome back everybody to the Divine Roots Podcast. I'm Matthew Deering here with Brian Sweeney, Joey Sweeney, and Paul, you're going to have to pronounce your name again for me because I, I've already forgot. Paul, oh. Paul, Paul Yokobov. <laughs> so close. I do have <laughs>
1: Indian ancestors, so that <laughs> sounds a little like Indian, but... It's Paul Yakubov.
0: Yakubov.
1: Yakubov. (laughs) Very good.
0: That was Yakubov. Well, hello everyone. Good morning. I figured I'd better start talking quickly before Joey fell asleep. (laughs) I teased because I wanted to introduce my apology. We were having a meditation earlier. And I was I was really into it very connected and then Joey fell asleep Really hard and he was snoring and it and it didn't it didn't occur to me until we talked about it afterward that my My joking as I call it afterward. It it didn't land well for Joey And then I got to the bottom of the whole situation and I realized that I was actually just jealous that he was sleeping and I wasn't Because I would have loved that little bit of rest The extra 10 minutes would have been nice And so I was just probably imagining Where you were at And, and wishing I was there it, it didn't mean to offend you when you woke up You know um, But understanding that if it's coming from a place of uh, Of jealousy Then maybe maybe I do need to You know owe you an apology I wasn't I wasn't trying to be that way But it's an interesting thing And we talked about that a little Paul um, would love to hear your take on that.
1: And uh, Joey falling asleep?
0: No, my jealousy issues. <laughs> 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 Why well, don't you just take out both? <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: Two birds with one stone.
1: Well, that's a deep, deep <laughs> subject. When we are talking about jealousy or anger... All of those things are part of the ego. And the ego, If we, it's a deep, deep subject. That's part of our program uh, that identifies with certain things. Uh, so the key is always to catch yourself like you did and bring yourself back to your divine self, your inner divine self. And... Um, It's not you that's jealous or have those, um, reactions. It's the ego. And when we identify with the ego, all these issues start to come to surface, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So, so for me,
0: it's interesting because I've, I've been sensitive to sound my whole life. I'm, I'm, I, I, I've just had a hard time falling asleep and, and. I don't know what, what that is. When I travel I have a hard time. Some people can just fall asleep in the car, no problem. And they just put their head to the side and they go out and, and me, I, I just I cannot get myself in the right position to fall asleep. It's it's very very difficult for me. So when I finally do get into a state when something pulls me out of that, it can be frustrating, especially if I'm if I'm feeling good in that moment, you know, and, and this idea of even feeling good is you know, that's an interesting thing too. I'm curious about this idea and maybe we can talk about this. So I wake up and we end the meditation and I'm feeling how I'm feeling. What what's the appropriate response? You know, cuz I could I can get right to it and just say immediately like wow Joey you were falling asleep that's pretty neat positive place. And truthfully, I was wishing I was there. I mean, I could have opened with that. And so, so at what point do we need to be careful of, again, what I, what I would call a joking or a, a light teasing or something that you feel like you're, you're being, um, from your perspective, you feel like you're being kind and, and just having fun with friends, but, but when it's not received a certain way, unintentionally you can you can end up bringing negativity into a room when you didn't mean to and i think it's that's an important thing especially with a with a team or with a family or with with a group of friends to understand wh- where the line is and 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 knowing w- when is that appropriate
1: well let's go back to the root if you're centered and grounded and really paying attention you will know what will hurt people around you or people that you're directly talking to at the moment when we are grounded and centered you could feel the other person when you are actually looking at the person and having a conversation we're so connected Is just because of all the noise around us, mental noise and all that other noise that's going on, we are fragmented. And then we start saying things that come to our minds without sometimes understanding the consequence. And then we have to clean that up. So once we are centered constantly, 24 hours a day, 365, you're centered and grounded. It's hard to do, but it's doable with practice. You actually feel every living creature around you, especially human beings. You could feel their emotions. You could feel what they want to talk about, what they don't want to talk about, what's sensitive to them, because we are all connected to the same network. So if we tapped into that same network, we're already going to feel one another on a different level. And that's what we're trying to get to, that divine level of understanding, communicating out of with our hearts, not our stomachs, but with our hearts. And when we communicate with our heart, through our heart, the only thing that you could do to the other person is to help him heal, inspire him, fill him with love. And uh, that's the whole point of this uh, what we're doing here and i i think that's the sure way to go
0: and and I, and I i love that answer i think i think that's wonderful and so just for for the sake of being open you know because i i love i love talking about things i'm working through i, th- I think that's always a good place to to teach from and to be willing to go to that place so uh so that's where i started let me reverse this and ask you then on the other side. What about the idea of making sure you're present on the other side of that. To be listening for people's true intentions. So that. Uh, so, so so things don't affect you in a certain way. When, when it, it, it wasn't ever meant that way. You know like, like for instance. You and me tease back and forth. Often, you know, we have we have fun little jokes that we say back and forth. I don't think we've ever offended one another, but but we we're always listening for the truth, and the truth is never something that's something that's meant to hurt. So so we hear it for for the intention that it's supposed to be. Right. And and if we ever did, we would be sensitive and quickly back off. Like I did this morning. I mean, it wasn't like I just kept pushing my thumb on Joey or anything. It was like it was this quick moment. I realized that he was not receiving it, so I stopped immediately. And then I even brought it up later and just to try to ask and clear it up. So so I totally agree. I think I think probably where I misstepped, if I could call it that, was when we came to my Direct field of vision was actually you and then maybe brian to my left and joey was sort of behind me so maybe i hadn't really connected with him yet therefore something something comes out and and i wasn't fully connected and fully present with the entire room so there you have it um but my question is where where is the is there a, a reverse side of this as well to to help us, any any of us out here, because because when we hear things, we can take them as criticisms, or we can take them as negativity, or we can take it a certain way, or we could hear, hey, my friends love me. They're you know they're they're loving me right now, um, you know, in in a playful way. Because because words words can can be really powerful and 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 strong and you can take things a certain way but but there's always there's also always a truth underneath them i like to say in the acting world i can say the words i love you and be evil i can have evil intention attached to those words so so to to just listen to the surface is something that um that i think we have to be careful of as well i'd love your take on that
1: can I go back just a little bit and uh, clarify what I thought why you said that to Joey? Sure. You were upset with yourself because you could not get into that zone. When you got out of it, you were a little bit um, off center and you might have, uh, was uh, judging your performance because you expected a certain thing out of the meditation, and that's the thing. When we go into meditations, there's uh, got to be no expectations. You could be not even um, relaxed or anything like that, or not have any effects, and still get the benefit. So, so uh,
0: okay, I'm 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 open to this idea, but I, I, I am gonna I am gonna argue this other side, yes. which which is 90 percent of this meditation, I, I was completely zenned. I was actually feeling a big vibration in my body. I was feeling like completely energetic. Um, and I was about ready for it to be done because I was ready to start the podcast anyway. So I wasn't really angry, but anyway, so I'm in this, I'm in this place where the, honestly, I, I wouldn't say my meditation, my meditation <laughs> performance was lacking. I think it was really good. And then I heard <laughs> like really loud in my left ear. And so, so it did take, it did take me out of it, you know? And then, what, but if I get to the bottom of it, I'm like, oh, he's getting like restful sleep. That's what we got to the bottom of. Um, but, but, but I don't know if it was if it was any sort of. I'm not, I'm not sure that I agree with you as far as me being upset at myself for for not performing in the meditation because I th- I think I did let go. You know, it was just it was like this this jarring sound that I couldn't shake.
1: Got gotcha. you. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think we should debate this thing for a long time. I'd say it's a great idea. (laughs) Debating is losing energy, and it's not necessary. (laughs) You're so right. And let's go go to the next one then about words and Mm -hmm. how they lost their meanings over time. Like you said, love. Uh, Now we use the word love so easily or any other word. And before, at the beginning, every word had energy behind it when you actually said love people would feel love right away that's mm-hmm. how powerful the words used to be and then slowly but surely they lost their uh, energy uh, umph, and they lost their uh, healing uh, aspect of words and uh, so yes now now it's just um, a lot of people throw empty words around but they still you know, have effect sometimes on people So the key is, is when you do, once again, when you are centered and grounded and you speak those words, they're going to have that energy behind it. When you are fragmented or not in in your center and you just speak, they're going to have less effect on people or on your environment. That's Mm. it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah i mean th- that goes back to the other side so so i mean maybe maybe there just is it is a one-sided um equation here
1: you uh, <coughs> repeat the question the second question because with all the stuff it kind of the, the the you said about the other side that the listening side right right the receiving side the receiving side okay so so what what i said was there there's
0: there seems to be a difference uh when when for instance when when people will say things to me i tend to take it better than other people because of my listening skills mm-hmm. and i listen for the true intention and the true, true the, the truth of it and that's why also people have a hard time lying to me they have a hard time cheating me because i can also i can also hear the negative atten, uh, intention even behind something that that might appear to be loving to somebody else and someone's like, "Hey, did you, did you meet so and so?" And I might say, "Yeah, watch out. You know that I'm, I'm not sure that person's intention." Oh, but they said this, and that. I know they said it, but 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 really listen and let's see how this one plays out. You know, so so when I when I kind of receive certain things, um, you know, and, and I go back to you and me, we we can we we can joke and tease, and it, it just feels different sometimes. And I mean, honestly, Joey and I and Brian and I can joke and tease too sometimes and then sometimes it doesn't hit right and so my my thought is it's there's probably two sides to it um always
1: if you're listening with your heart nothing will throw you or make you feel uncomfortable uh, or painful or um, <clears throat> excuse me or um, hurt you in any way because you're not listening with your ego, with your mind. When we start look, when we start listening with our mind, and we start analyzing things, and our ego filters everything through what we were, you know, how, how we see this reality, uh, how we were raised, or how, what we think is right or wrong, and that uh, what you you filter through those uh, programs, you start saying, oh, this hurts me. That it's it's not. You that's getting hurt is the ego that part of your program. When we move the ego aside, and we like you said, when you really listen, you're listening with your heart. And um, when you're listening with your heart, nothing could hurt you. I mean, um, because your intention is always going to be heart to heart, whatever the person says, you're gonna it's 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 only gonna filter. Their heart to your heart, whatever they say through their mind, will just be dissolved. And you're going to get the real, true uh, energy, intention that they're trying to pass through you, to tell you. And that's how you could figure out if the person is coming from uh, mean or bad, uh, has a bad intention towards you or whatever they're saying is true or not. You could pick up on that because you're listening with your heart and not just your mind the the ego is necessary but in small doses which is the program like navigating you through life we still need it to navigate this world but we've been using it so much that it's been taken over our lives and that's why there's so many people depressed so many people that are hurt because they see the world through their own filters and um, those filters have to be dissolved slowly through listening with the heart or doing anything through the heart center meaning with love really not love just the word but really anchoring yourself in that divine unconditional love and we when we uh, interact in this world through that our our world changes i mean, we, we we change our experience in this life changes and everybody around us get the benefit as well mm-hmm. that that makes sense
0: yeah 100 percent so so Joey, since you were involved in <laughs> in this um whether you want to talk into this or not, I would love to hear if if you maybe you have any kind of a a question for Paul or thoughts or or something that you're that that you have going on with you that you think might be uh might be willing to talk about
2: yeah I mean uh I think it's more on the other end for me, so it's like uh until Today, I didn't see it as a positive thing because I I think that my a, a good portion of my life when I give over like that when you wake up to reactions of jealousy or reactions of envy or whatever um you feel the energy you know and especially when you're in that vulnerable state because uh, if you give over fully then you you i struggle to get it back right away like my um brain my uh ability to to really sink myself into like a situation topic or an issue versus because now i'm i'm relaxed i'm I'm not thinking about anything but what I'm focused on, which at the time was the meditation. Um, but it's interesting because today was the first time when you said it that I realized that it's a positive thing uh, because it's it's been something that I've carried through my whole life, being able to do that and shut down and relax and just go out when I need to. Um, but... I would say people don't even realize the the initial reaction they have. And so that has created what, to me, is like a uh, negative connotation to when I do that. So it was something that I'm ashamed of versus something that I saw as a good thing because people have those kind of reactions. And wherever that comes from, whether it's jealousy or whatever... Uh, then, then it makes me feel like I missed out or, or whatever. So that's kind of the other side of the coin. But it's cool because when you explained it today, I was able to see the side that I haven't seen before. So that was neat.
1: Yes, it's uh, <coughs> in your case, I don't know if we explained what happened. Uh, my explanation was people who can let go of control so easily that's a gift. Letting go of this reality, letting go of control, it's one of the difficult things to do during meditation. A lot of people struggle with it, uh, and um, they, they can't. They, they're so used to keeping the control. Even when they're trying to sleep or do whatever they're doing, or they're trying to relax or whatever they're trying to do, they constantly want to be in control. Subconsciously, it's like a program don't let, let don't let go of the control you're in control of this thing but it's all an illusion and you subconsciously could just let go like this it's an amazing thing people practice years to let go so easily and go into a deep state of relaxation so it is a gift and you have to <laughs> you have to develop it and uh, enjoy it and practice and get better at it and whatever you feel When you actually wake up and there's people around you, once again, smile, take a few deep breaths, get back, and whatever sounds you may hear, or whatever people, uh, if you feel like um, somebody said a certain thing and you get hurt, that's not you getting hurt, that's your ego, once again. Let that go, you know, and just once again, recenter and always listen. Through the heart. And know that everybody around you only want the best for you and they love you. And if they say something and you get hurt, that's the ego who wants to be, you know what I mean? Like saying um, <clears throat> you're hurt, answer back, that's uh, unnecessary. That's your mind, that's your logic to protect. And you don't need to when you're around people that love you. Mm.
0: I, have fun, I, I, I have a fun example, Joey. So... Um, and something I hadn't thought of before, but I think this might, this might help you and get, put you in a right state. So imagine you have a trip coming up to Colorado. How long does it take to get there? 10 hours. 10 hours. Let's say, let's say about three and a half hours in you fall into a deep sleep and you sleep for like six hours and you're out
1: Mm -hmm.
0: when you wake up, probably there will be some kind of a reaction, like "Well, welcome back, Joey," and you know <laughs> the trip must have been nice for you since you did. Right? So I'm sure you've even heard something like that before. Yeah. Okay. So if you can, if you could wake up like Paul said with a smile, and actually lean into it and go, "Yeah, I do feel great. This trip was short. I, I really, I feel amazing." You know what? You guys should try it. <laughs> and they're like, well, if I could, I would. And you're like, yep, it's one of my superpowers. And then you you can just be happy, join because the, the group. You, like if it, this is your dad or something,
1: mm-hmm. he
0: obviously loves you. He's not. Yeah. Try, he wouldn't be trying to hurt you. He would just uh, it'd be a little bit of, like this was six hours of for everybody else pain and uncomfortableness, and you got to just bypass it. And you get to show up with energy, but only if you choose it, because here's the problem. If you allow that to hit you, and, and by the way, I'll, I'll, st- I'll start to be more careful of this because now I actually see it. But but if you, if you allow that to be like, oh, I'm going to wake up and then I'm going to be afraid and all this stuff, you can actually undo some of that restful time you had mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of just leaning into it. Yeah. And maybe what you might think, instead of thinking bad about yourself you could feel sorry for everyone else in the car yeah you know it's like poor them they don't know how to let go yet because mm-hmm. why why would i have a hard time sleeping in the car and paul's so right it's, it's like oh when when you're in a car you're you're moving sometimes 80 miles an hour mm-hmm. and i'm com- you have to completely <sighs> release trust faith i mean you really gotta let go really in order to get yourself to a state where you can completely sleep and be relaxed and wake up rested, you know? So that does become a superpower. So now let's just say you, you've gained six hours worth of rejuvenation on everyone else. You might think to yourself, well, how could I serve now? Mm-hmm how can i benefit the people in the car because they these people are probably miserable right now <laughs> yeah and i feel great but don't allow them to not let you feel like to not feel good you know yeah. so you can just actually make that choice from now on and you can understand why you're getting the reaction you're getting cuz it's not it's not out of anything other than man i wish that was me yeah and so that's the, the, the you're hidden underneath this sort of joke but the truth of it is like man i wish that was me and then instead of you feeling guilty about it, you can just go, yeah, I wish I could teach you. Maybe I could one day teach you how to do this, but <laughs> man, it's great. I got to tell you to fall asleep for six hours and wake up and, I, and the trip is over. Yeah. Were you going to say something, Bry?
3: Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi. Just listening. Yeah,
0: you just want to say yeah. Was that?
3: That was it. That was it. Um, all right.
0: Good. Well, that's. This has been divine. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: I have a really hard time with this. I have a hard time with this idea because I, even that, I go, conceptually, yes, but I think we're all built differently too. Like, you look at yourself, and, and, and we just talked about this earlier, you're a warrior, you were built a certain way. Mm-hmm. We're a heart, we were built a different way. Each The Bible says each part of the body was built differently, right? So, we're all built kind of differently. So, I think part of it is, is yeah, realizing that, and should we get better, because I'm like Joey in this way, yes. But also understanding what the people we're dealing with, and what teasing does and can do, and... On our own end, where is it coming from? Yeah, jealousy. Jealousy is a negative emotion, right? Like, and I, I don't, this is where it goes to me. When I'm, when I'm receiving some of that a lot of the times, and I have a history of this too, it can bring me out of the positive state I'm in, and I know that's me. And so recently I've even stated to Joey and, and you like, hey, I know that's on me, but I'm not strong enough right now to be able to do that yet. I I told Joey that the other day and then when something like that is said and then it still happens I feel that I'm like the trust gets lost for me in that moment, you know And mine comes from my own struggles. I I've been teased my entire life My entire life since I was a boy. I've been teased and I'm not a warrior I'm learning to become a warrior, but I've not been one my whole life I've been a silent warrior if you will like quietly like in the background still there never standing up for himself kind of guy and so all of those negative things a little thing can be said and it can it can just tear me completely down and it's almost like this is a weird word for it but like ptsd of of teasing from my childhood even like that's And I've never even thought of this, by the way, until I was just sitting and listening and letting all this sort of come in. But since I've been young, that's all the friends that I had growing up, even teasing was always a part of it, you know. And I was always at the bottom of a joke. And I think even inside of our environment, sometimes when it actually is is bad is when it's two people on one. And I don't know Mm. if there's something to that. Like when you and I are teasing each other, it's not a problem, typically. Typically. Joey and I teasing each other, typically not a problem. When three people come into the mix, I don't know what it is, but there's something about it that hits me hard, and it, it doesn't feel good or feel right. And I've seen it happen to Joey from us. I've never seen it happen to you from us. <laughs> I don't know if it <laughs> has. But yeah, and, l-
0: and let me tell you why. And, and this doesn't make it okay. So if you miss this, maybe, but I said about the Joey situation, I said, and by the way, I'm going to try to get better at this. This is something mm-hmm. I, I understand it now. I see. But at the same time, I want to empower him and realize that it's not just me that does that. This is a human nature where if, if one person got six hours of sleep and everybody else was completely uncomfortable. <laughs> It's going to be hard not to have a reaction. It just will be, especially just like let's just call them civilians, right? <laughs> so to the to the common person, like that's going to happen. So if uh-huh. I get better at it, great. It that still doesn't help Joey cuz he's it, it's a, it only makes him better right around me, but it doesn't actually strengthen him. Yeah. The reason why you don't feel like it happens to me is because I join. I don't I don't take it the way that you do
3: which i would which i might argue might be a gift might be something based on the way you're built that you're able to do better
0: maybe or Not or, that it or it could be, be or it could be a, a learned habit that i've gone through and it could be something that, that i that i would love to teach you how to do because, because if when i when i hear something i don't take it as anything but friends speaking to me and sometimes I'll clarify or most of the time I join like I told Joey if he joined if he woke up and go yeah oh I feel great people aren't gonna say anything else like what what's the next thing to say mm-hmm. there just isn't anything there yeah so it's a curious thing and, and that's why I, I completely agree with you um, and once again I'll be careful on my end but it doesn't help you so you you're at this place where Paul was talking about the ego. So if we're all taking ourselves to be accountable here, you want to think, what is it in there, and and let me go to this place because if I can't take it from my best friends in the whole world, that leaves me very vulnerable, you know. Yeah. For this this ego attack.
1: Mm Hmm.
2: Well, and it's it's interesting. I wanted to speak into this, but you referenced it as sort of PTSD, kind of feeling and that's how i felt too which is weird but like when this got brought up and everything like i i saw a version of myself when i was younger and like growing up and um and these situations would flash before my eyes and and i'm blessed with a good memory but <laughs> it <is>. <laughs> <laughs> it sure it's, it's also a curse because you remember the good and the bad Right. So I'm going through all these times where I was like, I felt like a dope or got treated like a dope because I was sleeping. (laughs) Right. So. uh, So, yeah, it was just interesting. I thought that was a relatable feeling topic.
1: Well, I have an exercise for you guys. (laughs) I heard this. uh, This is awesome. This is amazing stuff that's coming out. And uh, I have an exercise for you guys. That I've been practicing for many years. Uh, So the number one thing. When you hear something. Do not attach your emotion. Or do not investigate it. With logic. Because once we start doing that. That's when all the problems start. And we get starting. We started to hit. um, Once again the ego says. Oh you're this. Or you're that. You're not good enough. And the ego starts putting stuff in your mind. And just makes you small. And you start beating yourself up. So the number one thing is do not attach your emotion, become transparent. Think of yourself as transparent. When the word comes or anything comes at you, you just let it pass. It's like water. Just that's it, make let, allow it to pass through. You are still listening, but you're not attaching your emotions. Once you attach your emotion, piece of your con- consciousness attaches to that emotion and you get stuck and you start battling with that specific situation, with that specific person. So the key is not to get fragmented. That's how we lose our power. And the key is, once again, no matter who it is, what it is, do not allow it to settle whatever it's been said, criticize or teasing. Of course, from before, when you were a kid, you don't know. But when you, right now, this is amazing exercise Let this pass. Do not allow it to settle and start working on uh, releasing from this point on the past situations that this occurred. And the more you release, the more of your consciousness becomes whole again and you become more powerful as a being. You start getting bigger, stronger energetically and your presence and your listening and your talking becomes with a lot more uh, let's say, power again. uh, You you become more powerful overall as a human being. If you have good intentions, you become more uh, beneficial to your environment and to the world. And the more powerful you get, the more goodness and love you bring. So this is the whole point, is to become whole again. We're so fragmented since our childhood because we got hurt by our parents or no matter what, they said something or whatever they did or your friends. So peace of you is stuck in the past. So our goal is to bring, heal from that and bring it all to present and become strong again, whole again, like a huge strong tree with big deep roots that never can be moved. It's going to be solid. And uh, so no person could tell you something that will sway you or move you. In a, uh, with, with, Let's say you have a good mood and all of a sudden somebody says something and you have a bad mood. No. You're not allowing your environment to change what mood you're in because you're a big, strong tree all of a sudden. you know. But when the tree is weak and small roots, what happens? A little wind comes, the tree falls over. So the key is for us to become strong again. And it starts again from do not allow people or environment or anything to sway you from, make you feel a certain way. Try to be always in your own little uh, world, but still connected to the network, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yes, thank you.
1: All right, everybody. This has been
0: the Divine Roots podcast. I think we, we got into some deep subjects there that, that probably a lot of people young and old, and, and depending on which grouping they're in, whether it be family, friends, work environment, I'm sure people uh, deal with a lot of this stuff, and and perhaps even from a less loving point of view. So I've, I recommend that, that you that you do talk about it and you do open up a little bit and, and 100% um, become very present of the people around you, careful with what you say, and at the same time, aware and listening and sensitive to the truth of what is being said about you and if we can take both of those elements and put them together i think we can we can find a lot of healing definitely thank you paul as always